When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Everybody. Thank you all so much for tuning into the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig. Petey somehow conveniently couldn't get here in time from practice, yet mm-hmm. Craig did. Still not quite understanding that, um, but that's um, okay. I think he had to go to the ATM to pay Kyle Bocek for activities today. <laughs> we'll get to <laughs> that know, later. You know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, check our Twitter account. That's all say on that uh, we have danielle here behind the mac pd will be joining us a little bit later in the show once he gets home you know of course um but you know in the meantime we have some special guests you know them you love them it's the what chaos crew for a their weekly chaos theory segment pete and dj and sean welcome to the show thanks for joining us and sean thank you <laughs> we can never forget although i somehow still do all these months later <laughs> Sorry. Sean doesn't watch the NHL anymore. Oh, excuse and me. Confirmed. Not out. Watch the best form of hockey on the face of the planet. Oh, that is PWHL. the professional women's hockey league. Yeah, okay. I saw you've been betting on them. Trying, wanting to. to, wanting to. They don't let you bet yet, oh. which I think is a travesty and a hate crime. Um, but <laughs> the hockey's amazing. <laughs> okay, good to know. Hey, have you in fact given up the NHL, Sean? I mean, it's not like my team's worth a shit. So yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. He makes points. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, boy. All right. Um, all right. <laughs> We're going to talk about the NHL. Um, Pete and DJ, I know you guys did a live watch along of the Winter Classic, so you were super dialed into that. But I'm not going to ask you anything about the game because I want to know from you who had the better walk-in outfits, the Vegas Golden Knights with their Elvis look or the Seattle Kraken with their Pike Market Fisherman look? <laughs> right. For sure, the Kraken. And like, I didn't even care about the Vegas Golden Knights intro. I do think their uniforms ended up looking better than we thought they were, but like dressing up like Elvis, everybody does that. Yeah, that's not unique. Like, nobody's going to remember that. They'll be like, oh, what did they do? But the Kraken one, like, not that it's amazing or like, yeah. Like it, it doesn't beat the 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 Bruins walking into Fenway addresses the Red Sox players, but like it, it was a nice little nod to the city, and I thought it was cool. And I think it does beat the, the Bruins. I was gonna going say that may be a slightly biased from you're you playing Pete, in a but, baseball. No. Like that, that was I that was like sick. they did old timey and they did like photo photo shoots in them. They looked super cool. Like so, my I, issue I liked that was they 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 it didn't seem the Kraken player had real fish. It seemed like it was like a stuffed animal type of vibe. 
that made it a thousand times lamer. I wanted some gross ass. Like I wanted that to smell. Get PETA on the case. Yeah. yeah. I did like when they walked out on the ice, the fish being thrown over them. Yeah. And I was stressed because I was like, one of these fish is not going to make it across the way. Like I was sure someone was getting smacked um, with, with a fish. But um, I don't in, think those were real either. Important piece of context. I think it was Jordan Eberle that said the team, was, there was guys on the team that was trying to get them to go, quote, tarps off under the under the overalls that, but he was worried they were going to look like firefighter strippers and so he protested against it <laughs> uh, actual so actual quote yeah yeah and i mean even if they were mistaken for firefighter strippers that's like that's even better literally yeah it all had village people vibes to it anyway so you like you might as well just do like the coolest look i let me let, first of all i need to say you guys complete me thank you for saying that about the elvis uniforms because it's such a cliche at this point you really mm. couldn't come up with There's anything so many better than that you could do like, for so, vegas. yeah so let's play that out if you were planning the vegas walk-up outfits what should they have been i you know i thought about like everybody dresses as gaga maybe but i don't know what you guys think <laughs> they should have all worn full uh night outfits like in the metal they should walked in just like, like tin man shit like yeah or the crunk. really the really shitty like kind of party city version shout out shane um <laughs> like and just make it look as shitty as possible like for for vegas who's been around for a handful of years at this point and kind of nailed every part of embracing vegas to me that felt like a letdown where they were put on the big stage and they went to like the most cliche yep. and lazy Vegas trope that they could find. They should have done you too. They should have just dressed like you too. <laughs> or the, they all should have dressed like the sphere, but each of them had yes. different pictures on the sphere. Okay. I like all jazz, but yeah, get on your Gyllenhaal shit and just do like a bubble boy type thing. <laughs> I was thinking they should have all dressed up as Zach Galifianakis in the hangover, which I know is old at this point, but if you had a whole hockey no, team with the glasses and the baby hangover, strap their chest. The hangover definitely popped in. Anything's better than Elvis. Yeah. Anything's better than Elvis. Elvis is lame. Yep. Super mm -hmm. lame. All right. Well, speaking of major NHL events, um, we're going to spend a lot of time on our show today talking about the NHL All-Star Game. And I know we've talked about a bit about it with you guys, but we want to know if you have any ideas on how to make the All-Star selection process better. We know that every team gets a representative and then they'll we're going to have an announcement on Thursday. Yeah, tom yeah. yeah tomorrow. And then uh, fans will get to vote in, I believe, 12 more guys. Um, but is that lame? Like, is there a better way we can be doing this in your opinion? Let, let me provide some context here. I, I hate like when, when you start talking about teams, potential all-stars, you're like, oh, but, you know, only one defenseman's going to play and you, you're not going to have a lot of good. Well, you get the, the fact that goalies are limited, but it's like there are 17 forwards, one defenseman and, and a couple goalies. I, I hate that about it because you're not getting a true representation of who the all-star team should be. And you can say, look, the all-star game is kind of silly anyway, but is there a better way? What do you guys think? So I, I think like the all-stars that matter are the all-stars at the end of the year when you've, when the, like it's voted on who are the actual all-stars from this season. That makes sense to me. The rest of it, like I, as a fan don't care. And the players, a lot of them don't care. So Fair. I don't know, Pete, if there's a need for it to be made more interesting, it seems more futile than anything else. People who are drawn to the All-Star game are probably going to like it no matter what. I don't know if there's like a tweak to the selection process that's going to get me and other people like 
normal sports fans who don't really care about the NHL All-Star game to suddenly be in? No, I mean, I, I don't really care. And like, I can never get angry or, uh, or upset about the snubs that everybody talks about every year. For me, it's more about seeing the guys play alongside and be teammates with guys that they that they like that they don't often get to be teammates with that's the most important thing and that's why i've been begging them to bring back the draft and the fact that they're bringing back the draft on the thursday is what is actually going to get me excited about these teams being assembled no matter who's there because you're going to get the draft process, which is fun in, in itself, but also you're going to get guys drafting the guys that they want to play with. And I think that's super cool. Yeah, I agree that bringing back the draft was the way to go this year. What about year? the last guy drafted, though? Like when Ovi wanted to be last because he wanted a car? Hey, yeah, there's that. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like a slight. Eh, I feel sorry for him. Not if you have a good attitude about it. You'd have to have If you're the last all-star, you're still uh, like an all-star. So there are a lot of guys that aren't there. So even if you're the last all-star picked, you still got a nice little, uh, still still got a nice little leg up above the next guy. I guess you're like the yellow starburst, but I I don't know. (laughs) Go ahead, Leah. We can, well, actually I'm going to, I'm going to ask you like, what's that? What, I don't mind is that the, the Is that the one that people, is that like the maligned Starburst? That's by it far is. the worst one. Yeah. Interesting. Easy. It's easy. Pink, orange, red, yellow. That order. Orange. Or, or red, red, orange, red, orange. Excuse me. Red. I don't know. It's Starburst. Pink is the best and it's not even. It, yeah. Pink. Like it's not even close. Yeah. And we don't even. Danielle want to is shaking her head. Danielle. Even, what? I only eat the orange Starburst. What? That, that is, a is a bona fide crazy thing to do. <laughs> You can like buy them separated now, can't you? You can buy like I only so. the orange. And I, I think doing if you like buy Starburst a, segregation, I, yes. I think if you buy a package of just a citrus flavored Starburst, you get put on a list. <laughs> and if you don't, you should be. <laughs> at Daniel. at, at Dbacks games, my dad would always bring in a pack of Starburst, and he would eat all of them, and then give the orange ones to me. Wow. He didn't like the orange ones. I eat the orange ones. They're the only ones. That I eat. is crazy. I find it crazy when for something that is like just entirely sugar. People do get into splitting hairs about like, oh, this flavor of it is gross. Not to be an old man, like it all fucking tastes the same. Citrus flavors are too invasive. And so they instantly become like I'm with I, DJ. I, I, hate, I hate the yellow and green uh, sour patch kids. I don't like citrus flavored desserts in general. The like things should be berries berry flavored not citrus flavored like i know people get that way big time like isn't there a a skittle flavor that people hate that's probably yellow too maybe like it's like the yellow or the purple one or whatever and i'm like it is just crunchy sugar also like who eats the like a bunch of the same colored skittles don't you just grab a handful of them and and throw them all in your mouth they all blend together i'll eat them all (laughs) <laughs> but if I'm if you're giving me like if you're giving me like a two p a two pack or whatever like I am hoping they're both pink. Whoa. That's true. All right, we're gonna do an all star fantasy draft thing, and it's gonna be with uh, non chocolate sugar based candies. Yes, last I was gonna... pick in the NHL all star draft has to eat uh, orange get orange Starburst until they throw up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That next, sounds good. Next actually. winter classic, come dress like your go. favorite. I also Starburst feel like flavor. we're getting insight in. Like I missed these in-depth conversation with Sean because about, you know, about nothing yeah, important. Yeah, well, you feel like you're getting insight into what he tells his therapist on a weekly <laughs> basis. So, well. <laughs> All right, Craig. Let's move I on. Mean, the only thing Sean's talked about is candy and PWHL, and you guys are like, I love how Sean always talks about things that don't matter. Wow. <laughs> oh my God, just dump me on Craig. 
Okay. You and, you and me, DJ, the only ones uh, that care. Only ones. So half of our PWHL conversation is us just like looking to call other people who aren't talking about the PWHL <laughs> bad guys, which is the least productive thing you could do for the PWHL, but it's really fun for Sean and I. Wow. All right. I'll let Craig go. Right, let, let's check in on the World Junior Championship. And I'm just wondering straight up the top here if you guys celebrate when Canada gets eliminated as much as I celebrate when Canada gets eliminated. Sorry, Leah. Normally I am like the front of the line. I'm going to piss off the entire country by taking a victory lap because they've just been eliminated. But this year I've been like lightly not out on the world juniors, but just like, because we're doing the show every day that it's like, I, it's, I'm not as much into the world juniors as I normally am. So when they were eliminated in the quarters, I was like, God damn it. Like this was a tough year for me to be sitting it out, but still, <laughs> still very, very satisfying to see them eliminated about as early as you could be. So congrats. Way to go. You guys invented this shit. You still can't win. <laughs> Losing culture. England invented soccer. The losing, they haven't done shit in decades. A new losing streak has begun. Oh first gosh. time since 2019 that they will finish outside the top. Oh, no. First time they haven't medaled since 2019. They're going to finish outside the top four for the second time this millennium. That gives me great satisfaction. It really does. Same. It doesn't, do, it. It doesn't yeah. do the same for me, Craig. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Doesn't, right. doesn't really do much for me. Nothing from you, DJ. No, I mean, I'm, I'm usually not the biggest world junior guy anyway. I just think it's more fun, though, uh, like getting on Canadian people for saying that like they've instilled a losing culture in all the NHL's players now because they're all returning to their teams. They all had hopes of like being winners and now they come back because they had to play for Canada. Now they're automatically losers. Real shame. Wow. <laughs> I do love that Fraser Minton, the uh, the. Canadian captain was like, I feel like the world is ending when he has to go now go back to uh, being a representative of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So uh, it seems like he may should maybe get used to that kind of feeling. That's all. You know what? Shots at the Maple Leafs all allow. Um, they did announce today that the 2026 World Juniors will yeah. be in Minneapolis and St. Paul, so mm. on American soil. That could be fun. I, I can imagine some uh, some unique. That would rock. Yeah, yeah. Not gonna. I, I get why it's there. Not gonna lie. I was hoping for Seattle, which was also an option. Yeah, closer to us. Uh, I like the city more. Um, but yeah. oh, as as we see Petey in the green room yeah, talking I, shit and, about and Minnesota. Coincidence. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh boy. Anyway, should should be interesting. I saw that you guys interviewed Zach Wierenski that was out yesterday. Um, can you give us a little insight into that? What people could, why people should watch that, and then what else you guys have on the horizon uh, for what chaos? Well, first of all, he's great, and he's a great player. And the Blue Jackets are. I know they're a bad team, but they're an interesting team, and I like their roster a lot. It's been a running joke on this show, but we discuss his experience with John Tortorella about how, like, he should be the player that Torts kind of loves, but at moments he was kind of the player that Torts hated, which that just actually speaks to Torts more than anything else. We discussed his hatred of shootouts, which is amazing. All of his fun days at Michigan with the likes of Dylan Larkin, Zach Hyman, uh, Comfer, who else? Uh, Kyle Connor, the list goes on. 
he's awesome. He's always he's like been one of my favorite players since he came into the league. So it was awesome to sit down with him. A couple of my favorite highlights. Uh, he he had a story about him accidentally getting Dylan Larkin in trouble at their very first practice together at Michigan. That was a funny story. And also he had a funny story about uh, Tortorella. I think it was Tortorella. It was part of the story about uh, how he's gotten yelled at for like looking like he doesn't care and looking <laughs> like he doesn't try hard enough uh, and like he doesn't sweat a lot when he plays. And so coaches think that he's not trying. And we had a discussion on today's episode about how Nathan McKinnon looks like he is trying 140 percent all the time and he's not one of these guys that makes it look easy where he's like he's the anti zach Wierenski in in that sense so uh i've been like really into studying play styles recently and uh i, I just love nathan mckinnon's violent violent ways versus like a guy mm -hmm. like zach Wierenski, who it all just kind of comes naturally and easily to him I can see it. Well, <laughs> I'll have to tune in. I haven't had a chance to watch that one yet, but you guys' interviews are always amazing. So I will definitely check it out. And I, uh, I tuned in a few times here, watch along. It was, you know, chaotic as I would come to expect from both of you, but in a good way. So you slice his finger open. Yeah. It was funny at the beginning that you were like, yeah, you got, we know that you did a watch along. So let's talk winter classic. I was like, if you saw the watch along, you know that we didn't watch the winter classic. We just <laughs> fucked around the whole time. About the game. <laughs> Sean exactly. would say like halfway through stuff we were doing, he'd be like, by the way, the game is back on. We were like, by the way, Sean, you're interrupting. We're trying <laughs> to continue doing this dumb shit that we're doing. Uh, also need to plug um, Jim Montgomery tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Jim Montgomery will uh, have. We sat down with him recently. Fun, uh, nice little brief chat with him. But uh, what a swell guy. He is. This is not a Bruins podcast. This is just an <laughs> NHL podcast. So we talked about his Literally playing career. No Bruins stuff in the background. No. Would it? Would would there? Wouldn't there be if this was a Bruins podcast? Ignore that. That's hat. right. No branding. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing a Detroit Red Wings shirt. Yeah. Actually, none not of this sure. is real branding. This is all just fake generic stuff. Like this when we have ChatGPT make yeah. stuff for us, and it's, it's all a little off. Our studio is powered by Grok. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter AI Grok. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Lord! We should right. man, like we should get in on Croc. We should yes. be the only people who like try what? Croc. Thank you. Have you sampled it? Have you checked it out yet? I have no idea uh, what Sean, it's that's Croc. It's yeah, gonna be Croc, like, but just for PWHL content. I want to be like big on Croc. <laughs> yes. I still don't totally know what Croc is, but nobody I want, does. I want like Croc to be my fucking zone. <laughs> Oh boy. All right. Coming next week, Grok Trivia. We yeah, ask Grok. We, we may go down that road. We <laughs> yeah. may go down that road. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Normally we play a game. We just, our games have gotten so off the rails. We we get, we get keep getting in trouble for going we too We felt long, like we weren't so. taking you guys seriously enough. So we, we went away from games. Did you see the game that we played? We should have cut it into a reel or something, but did you see the game that we played on our stream? Um, well, we did. is it the spinning wheel bets one or no oh. shit, Sean, can we make them play our game? No, <laughs> no. Uh, we, no. Uh, like, do, do you have it handy? Uh, no, we did uh crack and golden Knights trivia. It was Pete against the people Pete against like the chat. And it was amazing. The that people won. Amazing. CWP was there. Uh, I have a trivia question for you. Who has more career points, Connor McDavid or Ray Ferraro? It's Connor McDavid, right? By two points. Yeah. Yeah, just barely. He's somebody just barely better than Somebody Ray showed me that stat literally today. Hmm. It was wasn't it so weird though? Like, so there was a list of like, look at all these players uh who have fewer points than Connor McDavid. And at the top of the list, it was Ray Ferraro. 
And I was like, yeah, I would think like this. <laughs> that's like, like Brad Marchand, like all these great players, like Ilya Kovalchuk are on this list. And the first name on the list was Ray Ferraro. And it was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> I think that he, I think that he probably has lapped him. Shout no. out Ray. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for checking in. Look forward to talking with you next week about uh, all the latest around the league. Oh, Thanks, guys. Yeah. Good. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, right, man. Bye. 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 All right. As always, make sure to check out at What Chaos Show on Twitter and you can subscribe to the What Chaos YouTube channel and wherever you get your podcasts um, if you're looking for daily NHL content, but in a really, really fun way. Uh, what Chaos has you covered. So check it out. As we await PD, I know you're here, PD, but as we get ready to bring PD Yeah, but I, in, I need to talk some smack about him before he joins the show. So oh. we can do the ad reads, okay. and, you know, and then just leave him sitting in the green room for well, defenseless. a long time. Yeah, defenseless. Okay. Um, like well, it's a good word. <laughs> there you go. PD, actually, we was talking last night that he's thinking of opening an account at Desert Financial Credit Union. I think well, he's seen that you bank there. I may have something he, to say about that. He looks up but... to you um, and, and he wants to do it, but... Another great incentive is when you open a free checking account online right now with Desert Financial Credit Union, you can get $200 in bonuses. Not to mention, if you're a Cardinals fan or an ASU fan, you can get personalized debit cards with those logos on it. So you can really sport your your fandom on your debit card. So get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. And then if you get those bonus $200 and you're looking, hey, it's a bonus 200 that I didn't know I'd have. Maybe it's time to invest in some new flooring. If you're watching on YouTube right now, our flooring beneath us, we got brand new here in the studio last week. Empire Flooring came and installed this beautiful wood. And that, as we've discussed, it was like scented too. Oh my so God, it, it like, smelled amazing. There's a vibe. They, there's a vibe they were to it. so meticulous with the installation. And the second they finished, Saul gets a call. How did everything go? Like, do you need anything yeah. else like just a plus customer service which when you're getting new flooring that's what's most important um and ease of shopping which empire offers as well so make sure you check out empire if you're looking to replace the floors in your home or get new flooring it's a great 2024 resolution if you've been hating the floors in your house uh, you can schedule a free in-home estimate today all listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions, restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. All right. Let's talk some smack. Yeah. You may have seen a uh, tweet go out from, <laughs> interestingly, from the Beat account. So I feel like, you know, people were in cahoots here on this uh, tweet, <laughs> particular tweet of uh, Coyote Skills Coach Kyle Bocek firing pucks at our logo at the ice den today, and he was targeting my face. <laughs> now, you might think that Kyle and I have a beef. It's not true, though. What I can tell you um, per sources is that PD paid a substantial sum <laughs> to Kyle sources. Bocek to get him to fire at my face in particular. I think PD was sore that he lost the impromptu fan vote when people asked, you know, that one of one of our diehards asked, who would you most likely fire at? And I think the highest answer was PD. We also... <laughs> All of us obviously felt badly when Leah lost an eye in this process, <laughs> yeah, but I, was... I think that this is the fallout. So let's bring Petey in and Petey, come clean. How much did you actually have to pay Kyle Bocek to get that done today? Yeah, you are not wrong, Craig. Um, yeah, the, the, that was very staged and I apologize for taking it out on you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
Oh wow, that gosh. that sounded authentic, actually. No, it, it was it was it was fantastic, and, and <laughs> I didn't have to ask twice. Hey, go shoot pucks at Craig Morgan's head. Yeah, win. Let, let's go. It was on fire. It was fun. It was fun, and it's it's really fun to see our heads at the at the ice den in yeah. Scottsdale. But oh, I have yeah. to say, Kyle's like smile, like his laugh afterwards, right. made the whole thing for and me. Also, like, we should also commend Kyle's accuracy. Yes, I mean <laughs> that was pretty good. He's a skills coach in the yes. National Hockey League, yes. so. It gives me hope about the status of the of the Arizona Coyotes players and development. So, oh my gosh, so funny. If you have no idea what we're talking about, the video is up on our Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Um, it, it is fantastic, and I'll forward it to the Discord as well just in case anybody missed it. But uh, PD is here because we are going to talk a little bit about who the Coyotes' worthy candidates are for the NHL All-Star Game. We'll find out for certain who the candidate will be tomorrow night um, on the ESPN broadcast, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but this is a unique year for the Coyotes in the All-Star Game because the question is not, who should they send? Do they have someone they who can send? Who <laughs> could they send? The question is, yeah. who of this list should yeah. they send? And that is a question we have not asked in quite some time. Yeah. Petey, you have per- full perspective on that. You know, it's funny because people may not understand this. For, 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 for the list of the top players in the league, McDavid and, and Crosby, you know they're going to the All-Star game. And when it gets down to they want a representative to represent each team in the league, and they have to ask the coaches, hey, who, who do you guys want to send? It, it literally isn't, hey, what a great year so-and-so is having. It's going, hey, we need a Coyote. Who the hell do we take? And it ends up being a discussion for the coaching staff and it, and it comes down to sometimes it's like hey this guy probably deserves it but this guy needs a rest and he's a little bit injured let's send this guy and then you recommend a player to go to the league and and, and now i don't think that's the case I, no. I think there are guys that are legitimate candidates to be in the all-star game this season yeah sometimes john scott goes to the all-star game uh, yeah. never forget <laughs> that that's that's a story for a much that's a different day the only time that coyotes did not have a representative at the all-star game we should probably way. dive into the full yeah, details of that someday. We probably shouldn't. Okay. Maybe for diehards only. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, maybe. Um, did you, did you want to give your input on the all I feel like I need you? to say this. Okay. I feel like this is going to be a clip today. Um, oh, here we go. And I, I've talked about these fixes to the All-Star game in pieces, but I'm going to try and put it all together here for you here. First off, I love three on three, but I want to see a better competition than division against division because... Nobody is watching the All-Star game and saying, yeah, I'm a Pacific guy. You're not waving your Pacific banner, okay? No one cares about the divisions. Let's do teams. Every team gets a three-on-three grouping. Make make it seven players, okay? Seven players, including the goaltender. You have five-minute games. There are 32 teams. It's easy to bracket it down to the finals. Let's, let's do that. So everybody gets seven players in the All-Star game for this competition. Let's start there because it would be a... Hell of a lot more interesting. I think fans would be more invested. Beyond that, the skills competition. First of all, let's talk about the selection process, too. You have to require that there's going to be a defenseman on the ice at all times. Okay, so at least get two defensemen on every team. I'm I'm tired of like having these conversations like we just said with the what KS guys where, oh, the defenseman from this team really should go. But. You know, they, they don't take a lot of defensemen. Some teams have one defenseman playing on their division all-star team, so it unfairly penalizes defensemen. I don't like that. I, I think it should be a better spread. You should require more D-men on the teams. And then finally, with the skills competition, 
can we find out who the actual best skater, who the best shooter is in the league and not just confine it to the guys who happen to be at the event? Can we identify maybe eight guys in each skill competition who their peers believe are the best and then have them compete so that we can actually crown a real champion instead of a champion of the guys that are there? See, the, what's interesting, though, is you're talking about a real all-star game. <laughs> so that's where your mistake comes in, Craig, because that's not what this is. This is a is a popularity contest, yeah. and this is about fun stuff. And here's here's the other side of it too. This is a made for TV event. It's 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 to get new fans engaged. Can they make something interesting that people are going to watch? Uh, I don't know. I I, I I I agree with you, and I think that's where the, the All Star Game used to be. And I think when you made it in different things like um, North America versus the world, I think there was at least something to play for i think this three on three is interesting but it's such it's so gimmicky i yeah. I, I don't think well leah's gonna watch it because she actually might be there but greg and i aren't gonna we're not gonna spend two days watching the skills competition and then the all-star nope. game like we're, we're just not and, nope. and so i hope i hope it's a great made for tv thing there'll be some good twitter bits there'll be I, I know that all that stuff will be real but but it's no longer hey who are the best players playing to represent their team who's the most talented who's the best who's the fastest it's not what this is how do you it's get fans invested know. right how do you get yeah. fans invested like you, you mentioned north america what what does the north american flag look like i've, I've forgotten what that looks like exactly. God, what do you rally around i Find a way to make people invest more in this game. That, that's just me. That's just but that's my what, why what we said with the what chaos guys, like bringing back the draft. I think that adds like watching that draft that year. Like I even the fact that I remembered like Ovechkin wanted to be last. He wanted the car and it was a whole bit. And that, like that to me was a memorable all-star game. Uh, maybe not the game itself, but that whole part of it. So to, to have something that is a, that actually has entertainment value and something that you'd want to turn into. I like that sort I of like uniqueness. The draft. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The draft is great. So yeah, they're trying, they're just trying to make it fun. And I get that. And, and Hey, this isn't a hockey problem. This is a sports problem. It's basketball. It's football. It's, yeah. it's all of the all-star games. The only You're one right. that even comes close is baseball. And that's, and, and that barely comes close. And that, that they're playing for something that used to compete for a home field advantage in the world series, which was ridiculous to me that they did that based on an all-star game. But Hey, this is for the, supposedly for the fans to see the best, most well-known players. And who do players recognize by name? That's who you're going to see here. That, that's a good segue to our next topic, actually, because it is about name recognition. Yeah. So we're going to so we the three of us have identified and Craig wrote an article about this today uh, at gophnext.com. You can read it right now. Um, but we have a list of four players who we believe are worthy of all-star game consideration. And we're going to go through each of them and starting with definitely the most recognizable um, name to fans outside of this organization. And that's Clayton Keller. Um, he's a three-time all-star. Um, and right now at this point in the season through 36 games played, he has 13 goals, 18 assists, 16 power play points as well. Um, and he, I mean, he's having a great season. He's not quite <clears throat> where he was at. He's not quite on pace to beat the record, um, but he's also on pace for where he was at this point last year. He's, he's falling a little bit behind that now too. A little bit behind. So. Um, but not bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's easily make up. You can make that up. Yeah. But Clayton Keller, I mean, if you asked anybody outside of a Coyotes fan, name someone on the Coyotes, I would say a good majority of them are saying Clayton Keller. So in, in that 
sense, he's a good candidate. And in the sense that he leads the team in points, too. I mean, that's not to be overlooked either. You got any thoughts, Petey? Yeah, it's interesting. Clayton Keller has become the face of this franchise for right now. I know Logan Logan Cooley for just a little blip in the radar, but but when he's going, when this team plays on the road, and you put up the two marquee players that are going to advertise for the TV for this game, it's Clayton Keller. I mean, this is the guy that that outside of Arizona, he is the most recognized hockey player. Uh, on this team. So I, I think that does give him a leg up um, in being the all-star selection for this team, because as we mentioned before, it's a popularity contest and they do want that name recognition. And it's Clayton Keller for him this season. Again, he, his points are there. He's leading the team in scoring. And then we've got to look at that, but you know, there, there are, there are other players at other positions besides forward. And here's one of the problems for Arizona is it's not like, Oh, they're the Colorado avalanche. Let's take five players from Colorado. Cause they all deserve it. It's like Arizona, you get, you're going to get one, you're yep. going to get one. And guess what? We're going to pick the whole entire team first. And then if we need a forward, you can have that. It might be a defense. Well, we need a goalie. So I, I really think that's unfair. And it's it's part of that Southwest Arizona bias that, that that's how this is going to get picked. They're going to pick everybody else in the central and they go, okay, what do we need? Okay, let's give Arizona this. And that it's so sad, but it's true because you're going to see a central team that, that is lower in the standings than Chicago. Guess who's probably going to be the all-star from Chicago? Yeah. Connor Bedard. Do, yeah. Do you think it might be Connor Bedard? Like, do we need to, to like? Is there even a question that it's going to be Connor Bedard? So they've got a forward there. So again, it's too bad that Arizona again. It's going to be what's ever left over, and you're going to get your guy. Well, for the sake of this conversation, we're going to think critically about who deserves to be Fair the All Star um, based on based on like what they have what they have to offer so any any word on keller any more on keller before we move on to i, I, I think this i think it has we'll talk about who we think is going to be it so i'm going to give a, 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 a argument for each player i think him leading the leading the team in points right now i think he's the most recognized name and that's my argument for clayton keller to be the all-star for the arizona coyotes yeah i think he's the safest pick yeah absolutely um but the safest pick is not necessarily fun um, and while I think Clayton Kelly definitely deserves to be an all-star I think there's other guys who are worthy of consideration as well so let's talk about one of those guys next Lawson Krause who is having himself quite a season leads the team in goals with 16 through 35 games played eight assists 24 points um, and he's second on the team in even strength points with 18 uh, just a crazy Goal scoring output from Kraus. We saw what he did in the month of November. And while he's not necessarily leading the team in points, he has been a prolific goal scorer and great five on five with his line mates, Nick Bukestad and Matias Michelli, one of which we will talk about later. Um, but what do you guys think about Kraus potentially as the all star? Well, I obviously wrote a lot about this today, so I'm, I'm going to lean on PD for uh, thoughts on this beyond what I wrote in my story, but I should just point out, like when when you're looking at goals, to, to give it context, he's got 16 goals this season. You know who else has 16 goals this season? Jack Eichel, Brady Kachuk, J.T. Miller, and Steven Stamkos. Wow. That's the company that Lawson Krause is keeping now with his goal scoring. Petey, 
Yeah, and, and I think that that matters. And I, I think one of the things you talk about with an all-star selection is you want those guys that are able to put the puck in the net. And right now for the Arizona Coyotes, the guy leading the way is Lawson Krause. Uh, I think you've seen his career mature and step forward. I think he's offensively gifted. He's a big player that skates extremely well. I think he'd be a fun player to watch three on three. I think unfortunately for him, he doesn't have that name recognition nationally that you do see from a Clayton Keller. But this is, this is a player that now... Uh, 30 goals is reasonable for him right now. And I wouldn't have said that um, a year ago that you think he could reach that mark. So I think for a player like Lawson Krause, yes, absolutely he's in the discussion and would not be out of place in an all-star game because not only can he shoot, which is dangerous, he has speed for a big guy and he can move the puck. Like he, He's a good playmaker. And guess what? If they ever had hitting in the all-star game, which they don't, he'd be a guy I'd want to have on my team. Very oh, and one more man. fact. One more fact. And this is something we overlooked when we talked about Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller currently is a minus 16, which could play into a three-on-three hockey. Lawson Krause is a plus six. Mm-hmm. And so wow. he, he might be, maybe Lawson Krause blocks a few shots in the Australia. Who knows? So, I, I, again, it's a guy who deserves it. He, he's putting up numbers at a pace that that is all-star quality. Also, I think Lawson Krause is from London, so it would be cool to be, you know, in Ontario in his home in his home province. I'm sure he'd have a lot of family and friends in attendance if that were the case. Uh, just a, another unique angle to think about. And we we did put out a poll. We're not going to get to it just yet because I want to have our full discussion um, from our beat account. So there's still some time to vote in that poll if you want to get to that. Um, but some people said like, why is Michael Carconi not among these four? Um, up until you know, the other day he was leading the team in goals, but I don't know necessarily if it's Michael Carcone's time yet. Never say never. He's definitely was an AHL all-star last season. Um, but just for the sake of this conversation, those, the four guys that we're going to discuss are the, the worthy candidates. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you start looking at Michael Carcone, first off, he only has 19 points. So he's probably not going to be in consideration for an NHL all-star position. But if you start looking at guys like that, then you got to talk about, a guy like Alex Kerfoot as well, who's been on a crazy heat. Can you mention set. Alex Kerfoot, NHL All-Star in, in Toronto. Toronto? That would be great. <laughs> oh, that, you know, honestly, that, that's the kind of story. If, if the team were picking, well, that's the guy. Like, hey, let's <laughs> rub it in Toronto's nose just a little bit. Let's send Alex <laughs> Kerfoot. Yeah, that would be fun, actually. But the, the, we talked about Clayton Keller. That's one of the other things to look at from a coaching perspective or a team perspective. They're going, hey, this guy's played a lot of hockey. He was hurt last, you know, the summer before. Maybe it's a, he could use a couple of days off instead of, hey, let's go have him travel and exactly. And, and that so it's it's interesting and, and some of that will come to play and you saw that with some of the top players previously I think there's now a, a, you know the, a deterrent with suspensions and so forth but and keeping players out of that but but that that's reality I mean it's a, you don't get a break you're, you're flying you're playing in, in that even if you're not doing much in the skills competition you're there you're dressed you're in your gear it's hard this is hard yeah to, to, to take those three days and actually get out on the ice True. Well, for the guys who are going to be off for the All-Star break, maybe they do, the last thing they want to do is get on a plane. May I recommend a staycation you, you, you. at Gila River <laughs> Resorts and Casinos because no one does it better. Um, just unbelievable facility. They look at the casino, the resort, the restaurants inside of them. Specifically, a wild horse pass is just phenomenal. I highly recommend it. Uh, it feels like you're in another place, except you're just down the I-10 slightly. Yeah, it's a staycation, um, Leah. It's a staycation, Yes. Leah. You can stay here in the valley and not put up with all the travel and airline troubles that Craig Morgan has. And just do you. You do you. At Gila River Resorts and Casinos, you can visit play, playathila.com for more 
details. Um, and if maybe instead of, again, getting on a plane, they want to take a road trip, well, they can fuel their road trip like the gas and the snacks with Circle K. Um, stop by Circle K. They're literally all over the valley. Everywhere everywhere you can possibly look and that's what's so great when you're a member of the inner circle because you can cash in on your inner circle membership all over the place at all the circle k's not just in arizona but all over north america um stop in for the snacks the chips the drinks the, the candy whatever you love but also save on gas 25 cents per gallon saved on your first five phillips and three cents per gallon every day after that so join the inner circle it's extremely easy to join all you do is download the circle k app today terms and conditions apply at participating locations visit circlek.com for details other than gas what's the last thing you bought at circle k can you remember um yes but i don't <laughs> Oh, oh, you water. It. <laughs> water. Petey. A beer. A beer. Yeah, not they a literally beer. have that. 40? Did you just go not, in and get a 40? No, not a beer. Beer. Like a <laughs> beer. I, I don't buy I buy buy more than one at a time. I have I don't know if I've ever purchased a 40. I don't think I have. I got a DiGiorno stuffed crust pizza with pepperoni for my daughter. That's the last that's thing I awesome. got. Okay, they, yeah. they, that's awesome. It's nice. really yeah. – like they have everything there. They it's do? fantastic. That's just – that's our point. You can literally get anything there. Yep. yep. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about the next all-star candidate, and it's Lawson Krauss's line mate, Matias Michelli. Say it with me. Matias Michelli. Matias Michelli. Who you. hails from Sicily. Yes. Yes. Um, through 36 games played this season, Matias Michelli has six goals, 21 assists, 27 points, and leads the team in even strength points with 21 Finished fourth in Calder. I feel like we bring this up like every other day. Finished fourth in Calder voting <sighs> last season. Um, and he's starting to make a name for himself nationally. I certainly don't think that he's quite on the scale of national recognition that I, a lot of us wish he would be. But I yeah, do I blame think the Canadian media for that. <laughs> but I do think that he is more recognized now than he was before. And I also think that. The, getting an all-star bid would a be recognition of what he's done not just this season but last although this season he's putting up worthy points but also just kind of put him on the the nhl stage did you see the primary assist stat that i had there no how many he's he's top 20 in the league in primary assists we know what a an elite passer he is. The vision, in fact, the photo I used, if you saw that, was a, a great photo because it's it's literally him almost like side eyeing someone as he's about to make a pass cross eyes. You know, one of those cross seam passes through six sticks that we've seen him make on many occasions. He's an elite passer. I don't think people understand how good he is in that aspect of the game. Yeah, one of the problems is the team does not get the national attention on a national broadcast, and he's a player that I think would get more attention if they were able to see this guy play. Um, his ability to make passes through people and over sticks with no-look passes is absolutely elite. When you say he's a, he's in the top 20 in primary assists, that's a that's phenomenal. Like mm -hmm. We talk about Clayton Keller's number. Clayton Keller is 60th in points in the, in the NHL, 60th. And if Michelli's top 20 in anything, that's phenomenal. What I'd like to see from a T.S. Michelli. I think he's good enough to start becoming a, a more of a household name. And, and if, if unfortunately, if this team were on national TV more, you might see that. 
But this is where I'd like to see the All-Star game do something they did years ago and they had the young guns and they had the new mm. players and they and they had, you know, they had, I know Oliver Ekman Larson was a young gun and it, it gave an opportunity for the young players that were coming into the, the league. It's the next ones. And hey, here's a guy you guys should know about. It's it's Matias Michelli. You should look out for him. And, and, I, and I still don't think he's quite ready for the big stage if he's the team's All-Star, but I'd like to see him get recognized. And I don't know how you do that now because back then, they did play a three-on-three game before the big five-on-five game. So I, I don't know how you do that. I don't think you can do a team of just the young guns. I don't know. I have an idea. How about you get the best passers in the league together for a skill competition called Best Passer? Hmm. Wow. Look at you coming up with it. Gary. Crazy thought, right? Beep, beep. Gary. Um, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Seriously. Um, all right. Well, I, I, I'm excited to see where this kid goes in his career. I, if he's this good a passer now, where is he when he gets yeah. more confidence, more ability, more strength, and all of those things be, become greater? What is he going to be? What's the ceiling for his ability to make plays? And, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one guy who certainly has gained a lot of national attention this mm-hmm. season is Connor Ingram. He is our fourth and final candidate uh, for a Coyotes All-Star. 22 games played this season, 13 wins, four shutouts, 11.3 goals saved above expected, and a 919 save percentage. His goals against average is also below three. Um, these are phenomenal stats for a goaltender in the national hockey league. And as you look around the NHL, a lot of teams are struggling with goaltending. Um, not necessarily the coyotes and Connor Ingram has been a huge, huge part of that. PD were particularly sensitive to goaltending, obviously for, we both played the position at <laughs> what? a much lower level, of course. Um, but we're talking about a guy who in, in some of the deeper stats, aside from save percentage, which he's top five in the league, He's top five in goal saved above expected. He's top five in high danger save percentage. You start looking down the stats for the guys who qualify, the guy, not some guy who's played eight games, a guy who's played at least half of his team's games. That means he's the starter. He's top five in all those categories. So when I look at Connor Ingram, I think, okay, here's the sleeper pick that's probably going to be overlooked because this division has Connor Hellebuck who's having a phenomenal season is probably going to be the starter, but also has Jake Ottinger, UC Soros, guys with name recognition who don't have anywhere near the numbers that Connor Ingram does, but I worry that they might get selected over him. Yeah, and when we talk about deserving to be on uh, on the All-Star team, I, and, and numbers-wise, I talked about Clayton Keller's 60th in points in, in, in the NHL. Connor Ingram's numbers, not only all the things you said, Craig, about top five, he is number two in the Central Division across the board. Yep, and and everything. So he is so far ahead of Ottinger and UC Saros in numbers, and Saros in Nashville, and Ottinger in Dallas. Um, his numbers are so much better than theirs. And and Hellebuck's having a hell of a year. He really is, and he deserves to be the starter for the Central Division. I will not argue that with anybody. He's the starter, but the second best goalie in the Central Division right now today is Connor Ingram. And if if you're taking two goalies, Connor Ingram from the Arizona Coyotes should be the all-star goaltender for the Central Division. Unfortunately, for all of the reasons we have mentioned, he probably won't be. Yeah, and, and that's a bummer. And it also sucks that it does come down to the name recognition mm-hmm. thing. And it sucks that it comes down to like, oh, what does the team need? Because it if it's the all-stars, it should be like the best player on your team. And it doesn't matter what the makeup of the team is. I don't know. Fan vote is rough for me, too. I get why they want fans participating. But, I mean, there, there are cities and, and markets and fan bases that are much larger than others. So you always get a bias. 
in the fan vote. And it, it, again, it goes back to what is the purpose of the All-Star game? What yeah. is it? What, what what are we doing this for? Because if it's to recognize the best players in the league and give them an opportunity to showcase their skills, it's Connor Ingram. He deserves to be on that platform and be recognized internationally for the way he has performed so far this season and some of the things he has done for this team. And 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 again, it's not whose face is on the most billboards. And and Sadly, that's what this all-star game is. And it, it probably will not be Connor Ingram this season. And, and I know but we're going to throw out one more name that didn't make our top four list and is a guy that statistically in his position is Sean Dursey and, and how well he has played in the Central Division from the, the back end and his points and he's plus 10 and he does, checks a lot of boxes. But again, this is a this is a division that has um, Roman Yossi. It has Kale McCarr. So guess who is not even going to get even in like no chance nope. he's going to get mentioned. And yeah. skin and in Dallas, like yep. there's, there's no way Sean Dursey, like at least the four we talked about have some numbers that back it up. Sean Dursey, who I think also could be just zero chance, zero. The one thing I will say for Connor Ingram is he probably doesn't want to be the Coyotes All Star representative. He loves the spotlight. What are you talking about? Loves being in front of the camera. (laughs) You know what he should do, Greg? He should have like I don't even want to call him a a doppelganger, but but nobody knows what he looks like underneath the mask. Like he should just have a guy that travels with the team, does all the interviews. Yes, and it just says Ingram. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Exactly. Just That's have a stand in. And we get Connor like after. The of magician. Ooh. Hmm. Maybe that's it. There wow. You know. All right. Well, we did uh, we did put out a poll on our Twitter account at PHNX underscore coyotes. And this is either still time to vote. So these these are as of right this second as we film this. Um, Danielle, let's take a look. So right now, the, the question was, which player should be the Coyotes representative at the 23-24 NHL All-Star Game? And currently, Clayton Keller is in the lead with 38.1% of the votes. Uh, Connor Ingram actually second, 25.7, followed by Matias Michelli with 20.5% of the vote and Lawson Kraus with 15.6% of the vote. Are you surprised by these results or is this what you expected? Kind of what I expected, I guess. Again, Clayton Keller has the name recognition. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised, I guess. Maybe not surprised, but I'm, I'm glad to see that Connor Ingram is getting as much recognition as yeah. he is from from the voters because I do think, like, outside of Clayton Keller, he's probably the most worthy candidate. He may be even more worthy than Clayton Keller of, of being an all-star this year, but he he's definitely top two in my mind. Agreed. So, I think that's great. So I want to ask both of you, and I'll answer myself as well, of the list of four that we discussed— who do you think will be the all-star and who do you want to be the all-star? I think Clayton Keller will be the all-star. I would like to see Connor Ingram get there as well. I'd like to see two Coyotes for the first time since 2007, I believe. Yep. Ed Jovanowski and Yannick, Yannick Perot. Is that yeah, how you say yeah, his Yannick name? Perot. No um, panic, Yannick. Yeah. Or and Jovo the, was a, an injury replacement that, that year. So that's the last time, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Unreal. And you look at that year, too, though. That wasn't three-on-three back then. That was a full team. And no panic. Yannick goes to the All-Star game in just a situation we talked about where the coaches go, who the hell? Yannick (laughs) Perot led the NHL in face-off percentage. And so he was your Coyotes All-Star. No panic, Yannick. Nobody even knows who you know. Great guy. Like, no panic, Yannick. And his son, you might have heard of, playing for Team USA. Just saying, somebody said. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For, for Team USA. Um, I would like to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually, in, in complete agreement with Craig Morgan, I think it will be Clayton Keller. And I hope that it's Connor Ingram. 
I also think it's Clayton Keller, but I'm going to be a little different. I would love to see Connor Ingram, but just for the sake of this conversation, I'd love to see Matias Michelli there. Mm. I want I want him to get some recognition and yeah, just the 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 memes that could be had with <laughs> Matias Michelli. Um, I like it. Charles agrees with me as well. And then Charles also said Ingram would probably rather see Veggie's cat in the All Star game. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> the mythical cat. I I still want to see. Karel Vamelka's cat. I, yeah. I still need proof that this cat exists. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, uh, I reached out to Sean and Shane for my BetMGM parlay pick and Sean came through and the theme of this parlay is it involves the only NHL games tonight, which there are only two. Mm-hmm. Um, so makes it easier to track and lots of fun. So this is Sean's parlay. Um, it's Toronto Maple Leafs minus one and a half. They're playing the Anaheim Ducks and the New Jersey Devils money line. Devils at Capitals. Uh, so for this, the odds are plus 231. So pretty good value there. Um, and you can get that right now over at BetMGM if you want to tail Sean's parlay. Do so over at BetMGM. And if you've never signed up and you're you know, wondering, do I risk a parlay on my first bet? Well, why not? Because you can get your bonus, get bonus bets up to $1,500 if your bet loses, um, which is a great first offer. So sign up with BetMGM, use the bonus code PHNX, place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. And if that bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. About the story that's up today, a little bit more in depth stats of what we talked about on this show. Uh, but what do you have coming up on gophnext.com? Got a chance to catch up with Coyotes prospect Arab Duda. So I'll have a feature on him tomorrow and just finally putting down some roots in North America. I feel badly for the guy that he's gone through what he's gone through, but he's finally going to get to play some games. I had a, a lengthy conversation with him. So that story will be up tomorrow at gophnext.com. And then on Friday, Got a more in-depth look at Michael Kesselring. Awesome. Can't wait for those. And also, if you're a diehard, PD did an exclusive PD's Puck Talk for diehards only today, uh, looking at last night's game in a little bit more depth. Um, so we're going to have a lot of diehard only content, especially coming up over the next few months. So plenty of great reasons to become a diehard Um <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of chaos going on. What the on hell the was that? Don't worry good about God. it. Don't worry about it. I thought it was here. It. I thought it's it was no. my dog again. <laughs> it's fine. Everything oh, is good. Jacob. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, anyway, so many great reasons to become a diehard. A lot of exclusive diehard-only content, not just what Craig's already putting out with the mailbag and the prospect report, but diehard-only PD's Puck Talks. We're going to plan another town hall. Um, we, we might even do some diehard pregame shows in the Discord only. We have so much stuff planned, so so many great reasons to become a diehard, let alone your free shirt or hat when you sign up and 20% off merchant events. So just just a lot of great perks. And um, Yeah, and if you're in, if you if you are a diehard, don't forget to get in the Discord, because that's yeah. where you, it's that's the easiest place to find this. Is. There's a tab called <laughs> yeah, Coyotes Content. Fun. There's a tab called Coyotes Content, and Craig and I and Leah dump all the stuff there. It's easy to find. It's all in one place. So if you are a diehard and you're not on the Discord, sign up now. So 
speaking of great content, and this has nothing to do with being a diehard, but has everything to do with uh, some great content we're putting out. We looked at last night's game and said, who pissed the most people off? And I think we could all agree that it was Liam O'Brien. So who did PD decide to walk and talk with today? Yeah, I tell you what, I put my money where my mouth is because I, I, I put out a little Twitter clip this morning with some thoughts uh, on, on, on Coyote forward Liam O'Brien. And I said, you know what? If you're going to talk it, you better be able to walk it. So I <laughs> said, let's see what uh, Liam O'Brien's got to say. And um, I was concerned at first, but, but it went extremely well. I tell you what, it's a fine line. And Craig asked the head coach about it today. So I know that that's going to go up sometime today on Twitter on what the head coach Andre Turinia had to say about Liam O'Brien and taking penalties. And I asked him to his face about taking penalties and, and being a protector on this team. So, so stay tuned for later today for the walk. Are you wearing makeup right now to cover up the, the punch? I was, I, you know what? It, it, the, the honest, this is the honest truth. I, and, and Craig, I haven't had to deal with this like you have for, you know, your career. That's what you do. And you, you, you have to, tell the truth and, 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 and you have to reporters that, that talk smack and say their opinions have to be able to show up at the rink the next day. They have to. And if you can't get yourself in front of a player and stand by what you said, I, I, I don't know if that's fair. So I, I felt that I, I attacked it head on and I, I, I had the opportunity and, and some of it I said on air and some of it I didn't. And I just said, Hey, I want you to know this is what I said. And this is what I talked about. And this was it's out on Twitter right now. And here's what I said. So I, 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 I think that if you're going to do this from this side of the microphone, it's way too easy if you're not willing to face the player face to face. So, so I felt I did that today and I hope people tune in because he's, he gets it. Like he gets, he's, he's, he understands his role and why he is there. And I think he had a lot of interesting things to say. And we also talked about his beard and his hair and his new baby. And there's a lot of fun topics, not just about penalties. So if you get a chance, jump on over to our YouTube channel and check it out. Absolutely. Um, And on that note, be sure to subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube so you don't miss not only when we go live, but all the extra content we put out because PD also puts out, um, or excuse me, PD's Puck Talks that aren't for diehards only there as well. So you can check that out. And if you prefer to listen to podcasts on audio without the video, if you like to do it while you drive or, or cook or clean, whatever it is, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Etc. So be sure to follow us on there and rate, review, and subscribe. Um, you can follow each of us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Abraka Danielle. And you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Lots more coming out on there today. Um, and once again, a special thank you to Pete Blackburn and DJ Bean and Sean DePaz of What Chaos uh, for joining us weekly. It's a lot of fun catching up with those guys. Anything else before we go? I'm good. All right. Well, Everybody, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We'll be live tomorrow night after the Coyotes take on the New York Islanders. Um, But till then, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, everybody. And we will see you all tomorrow.